0: Like I was saying to you last week, it's Christmas season. We got a tree up, that's that's sweet. Um, that tree was donated for you guys too. A little something song, you know what I'm saying? A little bit of Christmas lights. Spread a little Christmas chair in the air, kind of thing. All right? But anyway, last week I was talking about just how important the birth of Jesus is during this season. And how the season kind of gets overwhelming. And, and it's not really the thing that most people think about when they're thinking about Christmas, to be honest. Um, it's weird. And I'm, and I'm talking about believers and non-believers alike. Right. But if you read your Bible. One of the coolest things about the Bible is that it all points to Jesus. Did you know that? From the very, very beginning, if you go and you start from the book of Genesis, it's all about how important a savior is for those who believe in God. It's all about the things that this savior will do. And then we get to the New Testament and we meet this savior. We meet him as a baby. Then we know that he grows to a man. And then we know that he does a whole bunch of things. There's a message that he shares. There's these miracles that he performs. But the most important thing that he came to do was to die, to be resurrected, to sit at the right hand of his father so that we each could be offered the same opportunity. Now, all throughout history, since the beginning of faith, since the beginning of religion, there's been opposition to that, right? So what we know is this world, the land itself and all the people in it are marked by sin. And because we're marked by sin, there's this separation that we have between God and ourselves. And that's, that's a primary reason for Jesus coming to earth, right? Was to build that bridge so that we would have access to the Father, so that we would have an opportunity to seek Forever With the father But the sin of this world The darkness in it Is overwhelming Overwhelming The burden is so great That sometimes People just give up on trying One reason I think people give up on trying Is because they feel like They've done so much dirt in their lives That they couldn't possibly be forgiven Now that's false That's just not true. Another reason why people give up is because they struggle with the whole obedience thing and and, and they feel like, you know, to follow God and, and to follow the rules is too burdensome and it's too difficult. Now that's also not true. And then we have the other reason, which is one of the most important reasons. And it has to do with just The idea of belief in itself See everybody believes in Something Right Everybody believes in something There's something that they hold on to There's some measure of faith That they cling to And unfortunately their faith Hinges on their circumstances In life so if things are going good, then it's easy to become a believer. But when things are not so good, then it gets hard, right? And then, and then the first thing you do is, is you stop praying. Right? Then, then the second thing you start doing is you start blaming. Start blaming God for the circumstances in your life. And then the third thing you do is you just give up. You just give up on the whole damn thing. You just say, whatever's going to be is whatever's going to be. Nothing's ever going to change, so I might as well stay the same. And then we circle in this pattern of dysfunction, and we circle in this pattern of, of, of shame. And then we stay stuck. But there's something I want to read to you today. It comes out of the book of Romans, chapter 13. All right. it says a lot of things in, in, in Romans chapter 13, but I'm going to scroll all the way down to the bottom because there's this very important part that I want you guys to hear when I say it. It says, besides this, some other stuff that they said back in 10, which what they really said was love your neighbor, right? That's what it says in verse 10. But then verse 11 says, besides that, you know that the time, that the hour has come for you to wake from your sleep for salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. Verse 12, the night is far gone, the day is at hand. So then let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and sensuality, not in quarreling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for your flesh to gratify its desires. Man, that's, that's a deep one. There's layers to that. And I don't want to go into all of the things that I got out of it, but what I do want to step into is the dressed in light part. The verse says, let us cast off the works of darkness. See those three things I mentioned before, that, that lack of faith, the wavering belief, the blaming God, all of that stuff works in darkness, works in isolation. It feeds on you in the dark, preys on you in the dark. <laughs> it keeps you stuck because if you don't see light, after a while you stop believing that that light exists. <laughs> What's so cool about this verse is it says you can be responsible for this light. You claim this light. In another translation it says take off the dirty clothes. Take off that that filth. You make that decision, not somebody else to do it. You do it. You take off your dirty clothes and you start to dress yourself in light. Because when you start to do that, it starts to get easier. It does. It gets easier for you to resist the things of the flesh. It gets easier for for you to turn away from the things that are keeping you stuck. I'll tell you personally, this verse came to me this week because I just had some stuff going on and dealing with some people and some things that I didn't want to deal with. And I could feel, literally feel the darkness coming in. I feel it. And as much as I like to believe that I'm beyond that level of darkness, it's really crazy how fast you can find yourself spiraling downwards. It's amazing how quick you can feel a certain type of way or maybe say something to somebody or even think it and then start to regret it and then start to compound that And then watch it build and feel that weight get heavier and heavier and heavier. And that's kind of where I was at. But I'll tell you, one thing about faith is that it requires obedience. So even in spite of the way I felt, I still opened up my Bible and read God's word, even though I didn't want to. So I credit it to His grace and His patience with me that He brought me to this verse. And that's why I'm sharing this verse with you guys today. I don't want you to be afraid of the darkness. I don't even want you to like dismiss it and and act like it's not there. But what I do want you to do is be bold when you find yourself in darkness. I want you to lean on the God-given strength that he's put inside of you to push back against that darkness. Cause hey, listen, it's Christmas time. And I can't think of a better time than now where we're actually celebrating the birth of our savior. He ain't done nothing yet, right? came to earth. That's what we're celebrating. But what's so huge about this birth? The book of Isaiah says, they shall call him Emmanuel. And Emmanuel translates from Hebrew to God with us. And that's why Jesus was born. So that he could be with us. That he could walk with us so that even in that darkness, we would recognize that we're never alone. Even in that darkness, there's that little, little piece of light. There's that spark. And so I encourage you today to think about exactly what this verse says this passage I mean. The hour has come for you to wake up. If you felt like you've been sleepwalking for days, weeks, months, years, the time has come for you to wake up because the Savior is here. We're celebrating his birth, but he's here. He's with us. He understands darkness, trust me. He understands your pain. And he wants to walk with you out of that darkness into your light. But he wants to meet you on the path. And that path can begin today with just a prayer. And so I'm gonna pray a prayer with us and for us all. And my hope would be that you might find a way to take off those dirty clothes and get dressed in light and then walk not as if you're in the night, but walk as if in the daylight with your head held high, shoulders back, feeling the warmth of the sun and the warmth of the sun, Jesus Christ. Let's pray. God, I thank you thank you for a a very beautiful evening i thank you so much for for my home church that came out here with a delicious meal hot and ready to serve lord i thank you for those that are that are here to receive that meal lord we pray pray that it would sustain their bodies lord but i thank you for your word which we know sustains our souls but I'm gonna believe that there was someone here in particular that needed this word today, not just me. Someone here that's been sitting in darkness way too long, Lord. My prayer for that person and or persons is that in the quiet space, in a quiet place, on their knees, that they might allow their Their eyes and their heart To be focused on you That they might pray a prayer of Repentance That they might Seek forgiveness And then in seeking it That they might receive it And accept it And believe it to be real That they might wake up And believe that the days of old are indeed just that, old. And that they might hold on to the promise that new beginnings are simply for the asking, Lord. And so we pray for the ask. Thank you in advance for the work that you're going to do in each and every one of our lives. We thank you that while we have breath in our lungs, we have purpose. We pray that this Christmas season might be like no other. And that as we celebrate the birth of your son, we might also celebrate the new birth within each and every one of us. We thank you for that opportunity for new birth, Lord. We thank you for your son. And we pray this all in his precious name and my brothers and sisters all join me in saying, Amen and amen. Well, thank you all so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your time. We're going to get our volunteers. This podcast is recorded live and uncut at our homeless food share events. To learn more about Straight Street, visit our website at straightst.org.